Hello, everyone. This is Ramana Pyers, and please read this document in its entirety, or it might be easier just to listen. Here's the link. Um, so as a whole class, I saw improvements from your module one to module two. Yay. In this class feedback, we're going to really focus on parts two and three of both video and activity assignments. With that said, pat yourselves on the back and reward yourselves with the self-care activities you wrote about in your orientation assignments. Now for module two, there were still point deductions, but as you take in this feedback, it has been my experience that as we move to the second part of the semester in module three and four, you will start feeling confident, and your work will move to the next level of awesomeness. Now, obviously, if some of you are submitting incomplete posts, that is better than submitting nothing. I would like to meet with some of you about this to brainstorm how I can help you stay on track. Finally, anyone in this class know you can reach out to me at any time to meet via Zoom or message me via your Canvas inbox. I hope all of you do feel comfortable reaching out. So let's get started. Let's get started with quiz two feedback, which is gonna be the same for the entire semester. You're gonna to go to your grade folder, click on the quiz number two link, and look over the questions that were answered incorrectly. Attempt to find the best answer in the textbook. If you can't find the answer, please send me the question numbers and I will work with you. This will be worth your time and effort because if you decide to complete the optional quiz at the end of the semester, many of the same quiz questions will be repurposed for this optional quiz. So let's get to the video assignment feedback. Go to your grade folder, click on the small notebook icon next to your video number two score and a grading rubric will open. Also click on the small comment icon to read my message to you. So here's the class feedback for video number two for part one. If you did not submit this post by the courtesy late extension, I'm not able to give you credit for the post as explained in our orientation materials. The courtesy late extension for required Tuesday 8 p.m. deadlines always expire the following Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Now, overwhelmingly, most of you received full credit and great job. Credit is not given for sentences that include repetitive information in quotes or overly short sentences that could have been easily combined with other sentences. If a student submits a summary below the eight sentences meaningful minimum, then there will be point deductions from the total score of eight points. Now let's get into part two of video number two. Almost all of you identified your common theme and wrote um, the names of your colleagues whose posts you read. I enjoyed reading your thoughts and views about your common themes as related to the economy. Fantastic. 
Now here comes the modifications to work on moving to module number three. I am requiring you to support your thinking with an explanation of a personal experience or a personal experience of someone that you know or an explanation of a societal observation you made. This is very, 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 very important. Why, why, why? Because you need to be able to think on a deep level. This is how the sociology learning takes place. So you need to be able to think on a deep level about how you came to believe what you believe, period. Share with us by explaining in some depth and detail one experience that contributed to the thoughts, opinions, views, or beliefs you wrote about. Remember that societal observations are not opinions. If you're going to choose to share with us one personal societal observation instead of a personal experience, it cannot be written in general terms. It needs to be explained in some depth and detail. Now, this is um, how I want you to think about part two in terms of the points. So in a few sentences, describe your common theme from reading your colleagues' posts. You get two points for that. Then half of, your, the, half of the remaining posts, explain your thinking about the common theme. These are your views and opinions. You get three points for that. Then the other half of the post, explain how one personal experience or that of someone you know, or a personal societal observation that you witnessed yourself influenced your thoughts that you just shared. You'll get three points for that. So three plus three plus two equals eight, eight points total. Now here's the class feedback for the part three for the videos. As a class, we need to work on our peer replies, okay? Please do not think about your peer replies as the posts you write in some of your other classes. This is not some other class. This is sociology. Sociologists question and disrupt the status quo. We are on the cutting edge here. Are you with me? Yeah? In part two, you shared your thoughts and your personal experiences. That was part two. It was all about you. Part three is not about you. It is not about your thoughts. It is also not about summarizing what your colleagues wrote. It is not about giving superficial kudos like, I liked your post or good job. So now that we got that out of the way, what the heck are we doing? Well, part three is about reaching out to another couple of people in the class in a genuine way, giving them an honest compliment about the personal information that they were brave and courageous to share with you in a way that communicates to your colleagues that you understand them using compassion, caring, and empathy. 
This means you really must be attentive to what the other person is writing instead of focusing on your own beliefs or your own opinions. You already did that in part two. It means that you are reading what the other person is writing without forming your own judgments. It means you have attempted to walk in their shoes. As you read the posts, make the effort to put yourself in the other person's shoes and walk with them as you read their post. What are you feeling in their shoes? What are you thinking walking in their shoes? Disregard for a moment your own views and opinions and work on seeing their world through their eyes. What comes up for you in this way? I am getting chills and goosebumps, right? This is the learning. Now, outside of class, this is called active listening. And you can read more about active listening by clicking on this link. Now, does this make you think about these peer replies differently than what you're used to? I hope so. And just know that this is a valuable skill. And yes, it does take practice, lots of practice. So now let's transition to activity number two. So I'm going to start off with the same information. If you did not submit this post by the courtesy late extension, I am not able to give you credit for the post as explained in our orientation materials. The courtesy late extension for, for the required Tuesday 8 p.m. deadlines always expire the following Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Now, with this activity part one, I also saw plenty of improvement from module one. Kudos. Now, let's get into the class feedback. Let's get into the nitty gritty here. Let's start with part one. I expect you to maintain the minimum sentence requirements. Point detections happen when students focus on the summary of the data or article and not so much on their own thoughts about the article or the website. Keep in mind, we're all exploring the same data and information. So summaries are not the focus here. The focus is your own thinking or self-reflection about the data. Our activity assignments are not the same as the video assignments. Keep in mind that part two of these activity assignments, part two, is not so much about your own thinking, but this is a chapter application of key terms and theories. Therefore, for these part one, part one activities, here is where you share your own thinking about the online activity that we were all accessing. So summaries are not the focus if we're all accessing the same materials. Rather, it's about a deep dive into what you are learning. Therefore, the self-reflection is important here. Now let's get into part two for the activity. Just as with the video assignment, briefly in a couple of sentences, 
share with the class the overall theme that you observed from reading your colleagues' part one submissions and write down the names of the peers whose posts you read. Do not focus on individual posts or individual colleagues. Remember, no fluff as you will not, as you will not receive credit. Um, just the basic basics. What is the theme? And for this, you will get two points. Then the identification of the two key terms is needed in some more depth. So let's review. And my recommendation is that you copy and paste the following on a Word document and then use this as a checklist. Always remember, this is about you teaching us the theories and key terms that you have selected and explaining to us just as if you are the teacher why or how these key terms or theories apply to your identified common theme. Now here's the checklist. Have you explained the first key term or theory in at least two or more thoughtful and meaningful sentences in your own words? Pretend you're the teacher, explain in detail. Please do not include your own thinking about the key term, just your sociological explanation in a few sentences. You receive two points for this. Then, have you explained how the first key term or theory applies to the common theme you wrote about at the beginning of the paragraph in at least two or more thoughtful and meaningful sentences in your own words? There should be no second guessing after we read your application. Please be specific in your explanation of your application and you receive two points for this. And then it's the same thing for the second key term. Have you explained the second key term or theory in at least two or more thoughtful and meaningful sentences in your own words? Pretend you're the teacher, explain in detail. This is another two points. Have you explained how the second key term or theory applies to the common theme you wrote about at the beginning of the paragraph in at least two or more thoughtful and meaningful sentences in your own words. There should be no second guessing after we read your application or after we read your application. Please be specific in your explanation of your application. And that's another two points. So this adds up to a total of 10 points. Now, when I require you to explain the key terms and apply them to your identified theme, I am in a roundabout way preparing you for the quiz. And in essence, we have created a sort of a study group with this assignment. This is also a great way for me to measure your understanding of the curriculum without exam anxiety. Just remember, write in your own words, use your own examples, and come up with your own themes. Now, when you proofread your part two, put yourselves in the shoes of the reader. Will the reader know the difference between your explanation and the application of your first, first key term within the, first par within the paragraph? Will the reader know the difference between your ex explanation and the application of your second key term within the paragraph? The point here is to learn to write clearly, not in bullets or lists, but in paragraph format. I am gently prodding you 
to use transition words to identify the different areas of your paragraph. Some of these traditional words within the paragraphs are the following. So here is an example of the definition and application of one key term. And notice the transitions. Pumpkin bread can be defined as a mixture of flour, eggs, and water with the flesh of a pumpkin. Usually, it involves scraping the pumpkin and removing the seeds when adding this flesh to the flour mixture. In this case, pumpkin bread relates to the common theme of Halloween celebrations because pumpkins are a cultural symbol of the holiday given that squash is harvested during autumn. The hollowed out pumpkins are used as celebrations along with the pumpkin bread, because just as with any holiday, they include rituals that involve food and drink. Notice, so that's the end of my example, and notice there are no sentences above such as this one. I'm going to use the key term of pumpkin bread to apply to my common theme. This type of sentence is not needed, and I don't give credit for these types of sentences because they are not meaningful or substantive. You can see that pumpkin bread is the key term, explained in a couple sentences that are written in my own words and include detail. Then the key term of, of pumpkin bread is applied to the common theme and again explained in a couple of meaningful sentences. That's it. Now, are we hungry yet? All right, so now let's get into part three of the activity. Part three is, is the same as the video assignment part three. So my explanation related to video assignments for part three applies here as well. Now let's go over some of my final thoughts very quickly. If you're only just a little confused or big time confused, please reach out to me. Let's Zoom or talk on the phone. I could be reached at 714-494-6320. With that said, enjoy the following Halloween favorite, rejuvenate and onward class, onward. You got this. Your module three is going to be out of this world in awesomeness. Signing off for now, Professor Pyers. Talk soon.